Hello, and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in, and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. And I just feel His presence right here in the goodness of God, and I thank Him. I thank Him. I thank Him for His goodness. Thank him for his goodness. Bless his wonderful name. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1 says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling which with which you were called. Let me read that again. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. One verse for you hearing uh, this morning. Uh, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 1 I want to talk to you from the subject this morning walk the walk walk the walk put it in the chat section say hey neighbor you gotta walk the walk lately we've been um, joking with executive pastor Dom uh, uh, that one Sunday we, we call him EP Quavo uh, because he's the guy Quavo is a part of this uh, rap group called The Amigos and so they have a song entitled Walk It Like I Talk It <laughs> Walk It Like I Talk It I, can walk it. I do not own the copyrights of this song uh, so please don't <laughs> so please don't try to uh, don't try to do anything funny <laughs> you know, don't try to do anything funny however while I was getting ready for this message and the message just came walk the walk and one of the things that God gave us prophetically at the very start uh, of of this word and one of the statements is how, you know, being consistent, those who given themselves consistently to uh, uh, to the worship of God through humility and integrity. Those are the ones that God will ascend. And I believe more than ever, ladies and gentlemen, now is the time that believers must actually walk the very thing that they profess. And so walk the walk, ladies and gentlemen, what does that phrase actually mean? Walk the walk really means to act in a way that matches the things you say. It, it, it is, ladies and gentlemen, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is acting in a way that matches the things you say. And I believe, as I said, that those who God ascends in this decade and, will have, and who will have longevity are the ones, ladies and gentlemen, who, watch me, have been, that their confession has been matching their lifestyle. That what, what they profess matches their lifestyle. That uh, we have it too much out here now, and that's why some people are looking down at the body of Christ, because we have a lot of people professing a thing, but not living it. We have a lot of people, as you can see, who have walked away from the faith. Why? Because they may have professed it, but they haven't lived it. They're telling you to have faith, but they don't have it. They're telling you to hope in God, but they don't have any hope. This is what I'm telling us, ladies and gentlemen. We must get to a place of what we say is a true conviction, and in that conviction, it is being displayed through our lifestyle. 
And so, ladies and gentlemen, we find ourselves here in the book of Ephesians. We find ourselves in the transition that Paul begins to transition from theology and the proper doctrine of grace and now moving it, ladies and gentlemen, to practical ways of, of, of the grace of God living in a way, uh, living a life or Christian behavior now uh, that one's life has been impacted by grace. Hallelujah, because for those of you who think that grace is just a, 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 a get out of jail free card and you can do whatever you want to do, that's not the grace of God. And it also shows your immaturity and not understanding that God's grace, because of his grace, we live in a way because of gratitude because of what God has done for us. And so in the last, in the first three chapters of Ephesians, what happens is, is that Paul lays out what God God has done for us through his son, Jesus Christ, not out of obligation, but because of his grace. Hallelujah. That God doesn't do anything because of, out of obligation, but he does everything a part of his goodness. Oh my God. That is because of his goodness and is because of his mercy and because of his grace, he's begotten us a new and living way. Hey guys, my name is Elder Boomy. And what I need you to do like right now is stop whatever you're doing and head on over to our YouTube channel. Transformation Christian Fellowship TV. Hit that subscribe button and also sign up for our notifications so you'll also see whenever we drop a new video. But feel free to go through our videos and see our sermons, our Bible study, and the check-in and other inspirational content. Again, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and don't forget, Transformation starts here. Hallelujah. Put it in that sack section because God is good. He's good. He, he liked that. And so we find ourselves in the first three chapters, ladies and gentlemen, that the Apostle Paul is focusing on the proper doctrine of grace. And now we're moving to a better place in chapter four that's saying, now, how do we live now? What is the Christian behavior like now? Now that my life has been transformed by grace. Now that my life has been transformed by grace, because if you've been really transformed by the grace of God, then there is no way I can live and act as if I was never impacted by grace. My goodness, matter of fact, you wouldn't even want to go back to that way of living because you know who you were and what you were in before you met Jesus. And now that you met Jesus, you're saying with all your heart, I don't want to go back to that way of life. Life, so show me. So Paul is showing the church of Ephesians practically how a Christian should behave. In chapters 4 through 6. And matter of fact, he's also also going deep in detail uh, about church unity here in Ephesians chapter four. About unity again. And Paul is not talking about unity in the in, in, in the idea of uniformity, but he's saying unity with the idea, ladies and gentlemen, that we all share the same cause. And that we should be unified. Because of that, but my job is not to focus so much on the unity part as is what gets you to that part. The way that we come to a place of unity is understanding that we must walk worthy to our calling. Worthy, ladies and gentlemen, of our calling. And so we want to get into this morning with really talking about what does it mean to walk worthy to of our calling. 
What does it mean to walk worthy of our calling and our position in Christ? What does it mean, ladies and gentlemen? The word worthy means a balance. It means a balance. It is suggesting, it is suggesting a scale. And so we as believers need to balance what God has done for us with a change in how we live. With a change in how we live, put up Philippians chapter 1, verse 27 for us, for all of you who are watching. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Philippians chapter 1, verse 27 says this, Only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of your affairs. Uh Uh-oh. That you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel. So here, ladies and gentlemen, Paul is saying to the church, even at the Philippian church, the church over at Philippi, he's even telling them, hey, I don't have to be there, but let me hear that you're walking worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. So that whether I come and see you or not, that we don't need to hear that we have a church over there in Philippi that's a mostly Gentile region, and they acting just like the Gentiles. However, they're living, but but I want to hear this, that you're walking worthy according to, oh, my God, to the gospel of Jesus Christ. See, here's the thing. Grace enables us to live worthy to the calling of Jesus Christ. Oh my God, help me now. It helps me to live. It helps me. Grace enables me. It instructs me. Oh my God, to put away worldly lust. Oh my God. And to move forward in the things of God. And so we have to understand that we have to walk in worthy means a balance. So we have to balance what, what, we, what, we, what we believe and what we tell and what we profess out of this word. And we have to live and measure up according to it. Not because of works, but because of what God has done for us. All right. So what I'm telling us, ladies and gentlemen, what I'm telling you is that your outward conduct should match our inward convictions. I want you to put that in the chat section. Say, my outward conduct should match my inward convictions. Because if they don't, I'm a hypocrite. If, I, if it don't, I'm full of hypocrisy. Now, everybody's full of a measure of hypocrisy, but I'm not trying to be a big hypocrite telling you to do something. What does it mean if Pastor B tells you to come together with a sacrificial offering for next Sunday and me and my wife don't even put a sacrificial offering together? That doesn't make sense. That makes me be a hypocrite. No, I have to match. If I'm saying that we're putting this money into the ground and believing in faith for it to sin, that means me and my household needs to be doing the very thing I'm challenging your household to do. Oh, come on in here. Oh, don't you don't 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 get quiet on me now in the chat section. Listen, you gotta if you believe in Jesus Christ, if you believe in the word of God, if you believe in what he has done for you, then your out then your inward convictions should oh, oh my god, your inward convictions should shape your outward conduct.
Oh, my God. That's why that's why we have so many men and women of God that you've seen being exposed. And that's why we've seen many people look at church in a funny way is because it looks like we don't got our stuff together. And you're telling us to give our lives to a God that can't even help them. Come on, somebody. There has to be a time. I know this is not a popular message. I know this ain't popular because this message is calling you into holiness, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's not a popular message, but it's something that you got to hear because guess what? God is not going to ascend junk. He's not going to ascend junk. No, not in this moment. God is raising up people in this moment and in this time that he will ascend. Who, oh my God, who's walking worthy according to to the calling of Jesus Christ and guess what and guess what this ladies and gentlemen he is not gonna raise up nobody who is gonna be the biggest hypocrite on the man touch somebody tell my God put in that chat section say I gotta walk the walk I gotta walk the walk gotta walk the walk put up on the screen for us Colossians chapter 1 verse 10 Colossians chapter 1 Verse 10, hallelujah. Galatians chapter 1, verse 10, I hope this is making sense to you. That we walk worthy, it says that we walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. One of the ways that you know that you're walking worthy of the calling of God is because it's producing fruit. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. See, let me tell you something that, listen, I got to make this very clear. I, I have to understand. I, I want to make you understand that walking worthy has nothing to do with works. It has nothing to do with walking worthy on your own and your own strength. Because it, it, because in other translations of the verse, it's to, it, it can say to live your life worthy of. Because there's nothing worthy about you and I. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I hate to bust your bubble. I, I helped to bring you down the size for a second. That there ain't nothing worthy about Brandon. Uh, Brandon and himself ain't nothing worthy about him. But what, oh, my God, Jesus sees me. He said he calls me somebody who can walk worthy of according to his calling because he's on the inside of me. Oh, my God. When people try to talk about you and still, oh, my God, make, oh, my goodness, and still bring up your past uh, and still keep you in that bubble they can do that all they want to yeah that's how i was but god sees me as this god sees me as walking worthy of according to his calling god sees me as a child of god oh my goodness help me in this room now that's the way god views me so when we walk worthy we're not walking worthy because we're trying to get god to love us are you hearing me? God loves you love you regardless. He loves you even while you were yet a sinner. <laughs> so this don't got nothing to do with God's love. <laughs> Hallelujah. Walking worthy don't got nothing to do with I'm doing this to uh, get daddy's approval. I know you've been used to that with your earthly father, but not with your heavenly father. It ain't about doing that for you to get his love or get his attention. No, I walk worthy because I do it out of proving to, oh my God, proving the faith that I have within. I'm, I'm not doing this to earn a position. I'm not trying to earn a position in God. I already been given a position at the point of salvation. <laughs> oh my God. Ah! 
oh my goodness, uh, that I've been adopted into the family of God as a son and daughter. So I'm not earning, I'm not trying to earn a position. I'm not trying to earn no position with God. I already have a position with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not on the back side of the list trying to get uh, trying to get ahead. No, 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 no. God has me already on his mind. I'm his child. Hallelujah. I'm not a wayward child. No, I'm God's child. Put that in the chat section. Say, I'm God's child. I, I'm not earning no position with him. He loves me already. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but somebody needs to understand that this morning. Somebody needs to understand uh, that and get that in their heads that you are God's child. Ah, hallelujah. Don't you fall for the lie. As I told you last week, uh, don't you fall for that lie. Don't you fall for the bait uh, that, oh, my God, that the enemy puts out there. How are you God's child? He don't love you like that. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. You better understand that through your mess ups, you still God's child. Through your mistakes, you are still God's child. You are not doing this to earn in a position my god walking worthy is not telling you that you gotta do this to earn a merit some gold star with god some of you are still operating on this works mindset no we do this because of grace we do this because of the grace of god our response to the grace of God. Can I give you three things and I'm getting out of here? Three things here at our 11 o'clock service you got to understand about what it means to walk worthy. I hope you're ready for it. Point one, that our walk should match our message. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That our walk should match our message. <laughs> what is the message thank you holy spirit that we preach it is the gospel of jesus christ hallelujah jesus said that, oh my god he said he he quoted isaiah's passage that he anointed me to bring good news oh my god hallelujah oh my goodness the good news of the gospel to bring good tidings to set the captives free how can I preach this gospel and you don't even in it? Your walk is not measuring up to the message you preach. Oh my goodness! We cannot talk. Oh my! I want you to hear this. We cannot talk about how transformative the gospel is, and our lives have not been transformed by the very thing you're telling other people it can do. Oh, my goodness. Help me in this room. Help me in this room. You got people who are living this life and saying that they are, are believers and telling you the gospel can change you. It can do all of this. And they haven't even surrendered to the gospel. Oh, my God. I can't tell you how can we, oh my God, how in the world can I tell you that the gospel can change your life and I'm still living like I'm still unsaved, not full of the Holy Spirit, doing anything to gratify my flesh. You would say, Pastor B, you a hypocrite. Pastor B, you, you a liar. You ain't real. He ain't real, y'all. He ain't real. That's how you would be. Like, I couldn't go to his church. I couldn't go to that church. 
And the crazy thing about it is, is that you have people still in certain places and certain environments that that happens in. Why? Because their lives ain't been transformed. And then here's what we do. Here's the other thing. Here's the other deceit of the enemy and how it creeped into the church. And we say, oh, we got to show grace. <laughs> so oh, we have to show mercy. And yes, we do. And yes, we have to be gracious. But guess what? We have to start calling out things that you're trying to preach down people's throats and telling them to live a certain way, telling them you got to be holy and telling them you got to do this. And you out here doing the busset challenge. There is a problem. There is a problem. You didn't think I would say that in the house of the Lord. Oh, yes, I did. And there's a problem. Oh. All right. Uh, Pastor B is not going to give you his opinion. I'm going to give you the word of God, and I'm not trying to fit the word of God into my viewpoint. I'm fitting the word of God in, uh, in accordance to what it says. First John chapter 1. Put First John chapter 1. First John chapter 1. I hope you're getting something out of this. If you're getting something out of this, put it in the chat section. And say, I hear you, Pastor B. I hear you. I hear you. First John chapter 1 verse 5 says, this is the message which which we have heard from him and declared to you. What is that? That God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Here's what verse six says. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie. <laughs> oh my God. This is what John the revelator said. This is what John, John, the uh, Jesus, the disciple he loved. This is what he said. And he said, and do not practice the truth. <laughs> That's what John said. He said, if we have, if we say we have fellowship with him, if you say that you have fellowship with God and you still got darkness in you and you still walk in darkness, you are a liar and you're not practicing the truth. So we got people who say they got relationship with the father, but guess what? They're not practicing it. Come on, you gotta, we have to get to a place and say, gone are the days that we preach something that you don't believe. That's how you become an atheist overnight. Hallelujah, because you didn't believe. Oh, y'all ain't going to try to have no church now. The reality is, ladies and gentlemen, that it never became a conviction in your heart. Hallelujah, it never became a conviction. It never became something that you put inside that you that you actually that you held and cling to, ladies and gentlemen. So that's why you want to know and to in a segue from last week's message, you want to know why Jesus could throw the the gospel back at him? You want to know how he combated a a a, a lie with the truth? It's because the truth that he ministered was his conviction. That's why Jesus didn't fall for the temptation. He didn't fall for those three temptations, the pride of the eye, the lust of the flesh. He didn't, he didn't fall for that. Why? Because he had a conviction of the word of God in his heart. The problem is, is that we don't have enough people who have conviction about the, oh my God, about the word of God. And that's why we let certain things, oh, I let it slide. I don't have a problem with that. Hallelujah. And we should have a problem with that. And this, and this is what we do. Oh, you judging them. 
Hallelujah. But yet you judge me if I'm not telling the if I'm not preaching the truth and not living it. Where's the hypocrisy there? Y'all ain't trying to have no church now. Y'all don't want to have no church now, but you want to say, oh, you judging me. Or you say, oh, this judgment. No, 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 no. That's not judgment, sweetie. That's correction. We need to be able to discern the difference between correction and judgmental and being judgmental. Jesus is not calling us to be judgmental. But he is calling us to live a certain way, contrary to popular belief. So number one. So, uh, okay, I'm not done. Verse seven. Verse 7, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Cleanses us from all sin. Number two, can I move? I got to move. Got to move. Number two, watch me. Our walk should match our position. God's children should look different than, oh my God, than the seeds of the devil. Oh my God. I know you, this message is not popular. I understand. I get it. You may log off. It's no problem. But listen, you're going to get something while you're on this this morning. The reality is that God expects his children to look a certain way. Oh my God. Help me in this. And what that way, oh my God, what is the way that his children is supposed to look? Delivered. Oh my God. Hey, you thought that you, you thought I was going to say to look a certain way. No, he said, I expect you to look delivered, to look free, to look different than those who are bound who don't know of this freedom that you have oh my god i feel that right there put in that chat section and say i look delivered oh my god somebody needs to know that i got true freedom in christ Jesus, I praise you now oh god i praise you now that's what my position should be Hallelujah. I hear your word now. He said, who the son set free is free indeed. Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 It should match your position with God. That you're in close relationship. That's what, that's what the, oh my God, that is what your position is. My God in here. Hallelujah. That's what your position, that's what God is looking for. That you should not be looking like those who are not of his. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know contrary to popular belief, we are all God's children. That's a lie. We are all God's creation, but we're not all his children. Hallelujah. Ah, I know that's contrary to a universal opinion. But the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, we're not all God's children. Hallelujah. We're all his creation. We were all created in his image. But we made the but those who are his made the choice to receive. Hallelujah. Y'all ain't hearing me now. You made a choice. Hallelujah. 
And that's what, and, and, and oh my goodness, let me tell you something. Uh, let me tell you something. When we went out the house, our parents, my parents used to tell me that you are a reflection of me and your father. Hallelujah. Uh, that we are a reflection of them. Hallelujah. That's why when we started acting up in school, they didn't play that mess. They didn't play that stuff with us. The reality is because when we got out there, we don't want them thinking that we raising some ignorant kids and think they, oh, no, 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 no. You ain't going to do all of that. Hallelujah. Because you got to look like you belong to us. You an extension of me. And that's why, oh my God, God calls us to walk worthy to the, oh my God, of this calling that we have is because we are an extension of him in the earth. God help me and if we are extension of him in the earth there's a way that we need to look oh God help me in here I'm not talking about your clothes you got on I'm not talking about if you wear makeup or don't wear makeup and some of this denominational stuff and junk that people started to put in there and call it holiness I'm talking about the attitude of your heart and posture of your heart ought to reflect oh my God that you are a child of God. There's certain things uh, that your certain friends who come around you shouldn't be feel that they can do certain things uh, around you. Why? Because you have a difference about you. Uh, well, I don't want to give you my opinion. Let's see what the book says. First, be, first Peter chapter 1. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yay. Oh, my God. First Peter chapter 1, verse 14. Hear me. As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lusts, as in your ignorance. <laughs> oh, I like that. See, this is not what I said. This is what Peter said. Peter, this is what Peter said. Hallelujah. <laughs> this is what the Holy Spirit spoke through Peter. Said, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Because it is written, be holy for I am holy. Hallelujah. Let me stop right there for a second. Uh, because let me help you understand your position. If God is holy... What Peter is saying, and it was written, giving you an Old Testament quote, saying, be holy for I am holy. Holiness, ladies and gentlemen, contrary to what people have preached to you, about uh, if you got tattoos or if you got certain your hair, certain color, or all of that junk and all of that stuff like that, if you wear cut-up jeans and suits and all that stuff, all that stuff is a bunch of nonsense and a bunch of uh, uh, tears that I believe the enemy has sown into people's thinking, thinking that that's what holiness look like no 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 holiness ladies and gentlemen is being set apart it's living a life that is set apart that means a life that's saying that hey i don't serve my own self but i serve the living god and it should be different my position is one of holiness set apart that's why the scripture says come out from among them 
And can I deal with this for a second? Can I also deal with this? Oh, well, Pastor Brandon, Pastor Brandon, Jesus was out there with the sinners. He was out there mingling with them. He was out there. Let me tell you something. Jesus did not call us not to engage in the culture. His problem with us is he said, don't conform to it. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to put this in the chat section. Engage in culture, but don't conform to culture. There's a two different things. The problem with us as a church and the body of Christ here in America is thinking that we have to conform to change. No, you got to engage to change. Oh my God, you can't conform to it or they never change. How can someone come to a light that is not even on? Hey, come on in here now. Goodness, bro, oh my God, I don't know why I'm preaching like this so hard. Early this morning like this, I must have had my Wheaties. I must have did something. The reality of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot bring transformation if you're conforming to a culture. How are you going to ascend? Oh, my God, you can't ascend, ladies and gentlemen, if you're trying to conform. Hallelujah. That's why we don't come to conform. I want you to finish the rest of it on the chat. We don't come to conform. We came to transform. And the only way we come to transform is by not conforming to the culture. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say don't conform. Don't you conform. Don't you conform, engage in the culture. Let them know of your God. There should be a distinct difference when you step out in the dirt. They should see that. They should see. I'm on this camera now. They should see that something different about you. They should see the glory of the Lord shining radiant through you. There should be a difference, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm not telling you this out of arrogance. This is not us trying to be arrogant. This is not trying to have us be puffed up. No. What this is saying is, is that when you live a life that's set apart, you can clearly, clearly excuse me, know the difference. All right. I'm coming to a close. I'm coming to a close. Last thing. Our walk should match the character of Christ. Our walk should match the character of Christ. Here's the issue. We need for God to bring a remnant of folk that, that, that their character matches the character of Christ. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm not talking you come to church and somebody's mean and nasty. That is crazy to me. How can we call ourselves believers and people that you don't, you don't have nothing warm about you? There's nothing inviting about you. That's why you don't got no friends now. Because there ain't nothing inviting about you. That's why you don't got no friends. And that's the issue because people look at you like, oh, you're so angry at the world. What's going on with you? No, no, there got to be something. I'm not saying everything is small. You smiling all day long and I'm not trying to tell you to be fake and none of that stuff and not be authentic but what i am saying to us is there should be some there should be some love exuding out of us the scriptures jesus said they will know that you are uh, you know are, are, are with me for the love that you have for one another and ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. The season that we are in right now has been one of such tearing down each other because of what political lines we are with. This is crazy. 
Some of the nasty things that have been said and done has been happening in the church doing this whole election thing. I don't want to be honest. Where's the love of God in any of this? My thing is we are not here. Hear, hear, hear me and hear me good. Our common cause is not because of a political party. It's because of who, the one who trumps over that. That name is Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, this is crazy to me. Our walk should match the character of Jesus Christ. You out here, there's no love that's being shown. You're out here not, you know, not being honest. You're out here not being integrous. Come on in here. We got to be better than this. Let me tell you something. You can't expect for God to ascend your business and you out here doing messy deals. That don't work. You can put that money in the ground all you want to next Sunday and say, God, it's in my business. Make sure people get their orders on time. Make sure you're providing good customer service. Y'all ain't trying to help me now. Make sure you're trying to do that. You can't say that you are business. There's certain things that you cannot control. I understand that. There's certain things that are out of your control. But at least do the best that you can do by staying in communication with people and not taking their money. Let's just say, I got your money, fam. No refund, no take backsies. That don't work like that. Where is the character? And, and then they say, oh, I came to a Christian business. What does that look like? What does that look like? Oh, you did their hair, and, that, and, you, and you didn't do it with enough care. Come on, some. I need, need to stop here. <laughs> Come on now. There's something wrong with that. Come see my hairstylist. <laughs> Come on now. That your character, your character, your character must match the character of Christ. This walking worthy has nothing to do with perfectionism. God is not saying, hey, you need to be perfect. No, 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 no. He's not saying that. That means, no, he's just giving us something to live up to. Something to live up to. Hey, live up to this. I'm showing you a better way to live. The way you do that is, is in the character of Christ. All right, hear me. Let me give you a verse. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. That's coming on the screen to you. For Princeton, it's coming to you guys hot. It's coming to you hot. Right here, Ephesians chapter 5. Coming to you hot off of the coming to you hot off of the you know the kitchen of heaven <laughs> hallelujah Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 here he goes it says therefore be imitators of God as dear children let me stop right there let me tell you something a lot of us have imitated our our parents the the examples that are before us and so here's the practical imitate God as your father as you would imitate your natural parents. Now, hopefully you had something good to imitate or good examples around you because sometimes people are only products of their environment. Some people are only products of their environment. So, hey, again, I want you to, again, I want you to, 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 he says, therefore be imitators. I want you to be like. It's okay to be like Christ. It ain't okay to be like other people. But it's okay to follow Jesus's, uh, uh, follow Jesus, his his example. That's the greatest example, ladies and gentlemen, you and I could ever follow. 
is to follow Jesus. And he says, and walk in love as Christ also had loved us and given himself for us, an offering and sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Here's what I'm saying. He says, and walk in love. Why? Because Christ also did. Listen, God is not calling a judgmental people. He's calling a loving people. And love has nothing to do Love and tolerance are two different things. Most people think that Christians are intolerant. Well, no, you call us intolerant because what the word of God says about certain lifestyles don't measure up to yours that you're living. No, 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 no. God calls us to love them out of where they are. Because that's the only way they would come to Christ. You can't judge people. You can't, you can't, you can't be so judgmental. That's why some people don't step in foot. That's why some people don't step foot online on your online church. Because it feels like uh, this is a whole bash party. Where's the love? Where's the love? He said, where, where's the love? Where's the same love? Do you guys only love the people that you want to love? No, 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 no. Christ loved the, the, the godly and the ungodly. That's because he died. He died for both. He died for both. God does not love anyone less because they have not chose him. Out of his mercy, he gives them opportunity. Oh, y'all, that's a whole nother, oh my God. Out of his mercy, he gives opportunity for them to come to Christ. Hallelujah. That's love. Y'all ain't hearing me? That's love. So as I conclude, here at 11 o'clock, as I conclude, what he's really trying to tell us and get through to us is this. To walk worthy is to prove that we belong to Jesus Christ. There's certain people who knew who my parents were. Oh, you a Hills kid. I can already tell you, you got that. That loving spirit, jovial. Yeah, you with the hills. The same way a natural person could relate that I'm that that I'm my mother or my father's child is the same way the world should say, oh yeah, that they one of them Jesus people right there. Oh yeah, TCF, they they they, they love Jesus over there. I, I I can tell them type of people. Y'all go to that transformation church. Y'all y'all transformation Christian fellowship. Y'all call y'all y'all say TCF Nation and transformation starts here. Yeah, I know you guys. That's what Jesus is calling us at TCF to live up to. Yeah, I know that. I know them people over there. They 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 they, they, they really love Jesus over there. And they really some down-to-earth people, too. I've heard people tell me that in the store. Don't know them. I don't even know if they've been watching. Say, hey, I know you. You that Pastor B fella. I was like, okay, I guess I am. <laughs> I'm not lying. Ask my brother. We got stopped one time. We were at Royal Farms. Don't judge me. I'm not feeling. See, that's the judgmental. <laughs> we was at Royal Farms. One of the people came up to me and said, and one of the people I went to school with didn't even know he was watching. Hey, that Pastor B. What's up, man? I said, what? He never called me that. No, you Pastor B, brother. I be watching you all the time. I'm like, I never knew. 
I never knew. <laughs> man, I knew you was going to be something like that because I knew you from high school, man. You was a good dude, man. He was a good. Why am I telling you this? Because the example is, is when you live your life in a certain way, not because I'm perfect. This ain't about perfectionism, y'all. What I'm telling you is when you live your life and try to live it according to the way God is to do the, do the moving of the Holy Spirit, people will recognize that. People will recognize that. People will recognize that. And you know what they say? Oh, you belong to him. I don't know what him is, but you, you, you. <laughs> I had another person say they watch us. They said they smoke a blunt and I listen to Pastor B. Oh, come on, listen. <laughs> He's like, that, that's my old line, Pastor, right there. I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. <laughs> I'm not making this up, I promise. I promise. But what is it saying? It's saying, like, listen, you're making an impact no matter what. And the only way you make impact is, is that you engage in the culture, but you don't let the culture to influence you. Gone are the days where the church feels like we got to be relevant by, by conforming. Conforming doesn't make you relevant. It makes you like them. It don't make you nothing different. Hear me, TCF. We have a call. God is ascending us, but he's going to ascend us when we continue to walk worthy to the calling of God. I've decreed and declared no scandal will hit this church in the name of Jesus Christ. And no scandal will hit another church out there. I'm decreeing that now. We cannot go about doing things like this anymore. We must live according to what we preach and stop being fakers. Stop being Christian-ish and really be about who you profess. If you're not about it, then walk away or really get serious. But we can't take any more people who try to profess something because of out of their own greed at some instances because they think that this is a, a, a fast check. No, we need some people who's going to live right. Live right. And to live right, why? Because Jesus, he gave me something to live up to. <laughs> you weren't living up to nothing before you met Jesus. So no, he gave me, he gave me something to live for. A purpose, a design. Hallelujah. If, that, if you're glad about it, come on. Say, well, you got to walk the walk. Walk it like you're talking. Walk it like you're talking. Walk the walk. Walk the walk. Come on, put your hands together. Put that in. If you receive that, I'm going to put it in the, in the chat section. Say, I receive it, Pastor. I receive it. Listen. Thanks for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. We hope that you subscribe so that you can continue to be empowered by the latest podcast. For more information on Transformation Christian Fellowship, visit our website at transformationchristianfellowship.org or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1 to 77977. We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.